From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome into another episode. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hello. You can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open a cold beer and let's get after it. A little Bud Light Platinum this week. Yeah, going fancy for you guys. It's the new year. It's uh, first episode of 2021. We've got a lot to talk about today. We've got some a bunch of news. Uh, we got our projections for this uh, season starting this week. I would say a bit of news. We don't have news. a bunch. Yeah. Okay. We should have more news than we have since last week was was our follow-up, and we didn't have any news last week, but it was a slow news week. We got joke of the week and what's snapping our sticks, but uh, how are you this week, bud? Good, man. I'm I'm doing good. We got, uh, we're also talking our predictions for this yeah. season, so... Um so that I mean that's where that's where the real news is at. But I'm doing yeah. pretty good, man. Uh, huge darts fan now, as you'll yeah. uh, as you'll find out uh, a little later in so the show. My boy Gary Anderson Gary lost Anderson, the championship, dude. won me some money. The Flying Scotsman, dude. Yeah. You can't hate on the Flying Scotsman. Uh, but the Iceman took him out in the final. Yeah. So a little sad about that. But uh, huge darts guy now. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, uh, we quickly turned into some degenerates. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh yeah, gambling on uh, on anything darts. But yeah. honestly, you know, obviously gambling got me into darts. But with the, even without gambling, if I would have fallen into some dude, it was so much fun to watch. Yeah. Like it was a really enjoyable uh, watching experience. Wow, how slow those guys are for a sport where you don't really have to be that swole. You you don't want to get carpal tunnel. <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> That's the problem with with some darts, man. So. Problem is all those guys trained at gyms and you had to deal with all the bar fights. That's true. I mean, yeah. you gotta you gotta be pushing them off and stuff. And I like that style of darts over cricket too. Uh, I think that's super cool. So. Yeah, been watching. Some, finally, been watching some college basketball simply because I've been putting some money on it. Yeah, man. Bet against my Terps w- w- won me some money. There you go. The, the, it's the, always the, hey. the, yeah. The Hoosiers uh, uh, helped me out a little bit, but um, yeah. So uh, let's move into the news. Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. Hockey is back. We've uh, about a week from this episode airing, uh, a little bit, maybe six days from this episode airing is when we got the first slate of games. We'll have our games of the week coming up, Uh, but it's, you know, it's good to see it back. Hopefully everything, you know, they, the NHL killed it on the bubble. Hopefully they can do really well in the uh, regular season. Uh, What are your thoughts on that, bud? Yeah, I'm super excited. We're actually going to talk about some of the games that will happen before the episode comes out next week. Uh, the games on the 13th opening day. I don't. Th- I guess they don't call it opening day in hockey. Huh? Yeah, no, that's. Know. I mean, it's opening day. I mean, technically, yeah. it's opening day, but you know, that seems like a baseball thing. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, like you said, you really hope that they can kind of maintain like they did in the bubble. Obviously, they're not going to be in a bubble though. Uh, so. 
Yeah. So it, it it'll be a little different for sure. Yeah. But uh but I'm excited. It's a little bit of a mix up. We're we're obviously not getting a full season, yeah. fifty six games. On the way here, it was reported that the Avs are still without nine players. They're not cleared to play yet because of COVID restrictions. Okay. So you almost have to wonder, you know, how many teams are going to be dealing with that throughout the year, especially in teams, you know, like the Preds, where they live in a place where they're not being as strict. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you saw what happens happened to the Titans early. Uh, I think that the Predators and they're not allowing fans in the stadium despite getting permission from the city. Yeah. So you you wonder almost that being able to see a full season of the NFL happen if the a lot of the hockey GMs and presidents and coaches have taken notes and kind of heated some of the the problems i would think that places like this with the restrictions that are not as tight but a lot more cases may almost even be a little bit more careful rather yeah. than uh than not yeah you know quick segue we talked about them not letting fans in um when the city when the city of nashville first announced that they were allowed up to 15 percent of fans in bridgestone which would be about two thousand fans there was a lot of talk of obviously immediately on social media about who should be let in and immediately all the boomers came in and said oh well obviously the people who've been season ticket holders the longest should you know seniority and obviously that that's not that's not the right way to do it. What would you think is the right way? My ideal was, you know, it's a 56 game season. You you know, you've got 30, 40 something home games. Switch it up. One game you do seniority. The other time, maybe it's a raffle. Then the next time, maybe you do the opposite of seniority where the newer season, you know, to got people get to come in. Yeah. And if 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 you're just telling me to pick one way, I mean. You always got to go with the people that have given you the most money, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, you pick your 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 most most loyal fans because there were some bad years. Especially but, so if here's my question. You say the people have given you the most money. For example, so, someone like me who's been in expensive seats for three years has probably already given more money than people in the nosebleeds who's been there for eight years. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Um but see, the problem is, is I mean, definitely someone seats, who's been in the nosebleeds for one year longer than I have than I've been in the expensive seats. Sure, but but we're talking twenty years of a yeah. of a of a your you or that guy that's been there for one year wouldn't be in the fifteen percent. There's definitely fifteen percent of those fans across the. But so to your point, it doesn't mean you have to spend the most money. It means that you've spent your money the longest. Yeah, you're you're my. So I'm not saying that's necessarily the way it should be done, but there are people that struggled through 22 years of, you know, yeah, but mostly my, bad yeah, hockey. And in this can be a whole segment of itself because I actually got it like not an argument, a friendly discussion about it online saying pretty much saying, listen, it's not like I didn't make the decision to not be season ticket. I'm younger. I have just recently been able to become a season ticket holder. So therefore, people should I mean, in order for young and new season ticket holders become old so you saying do percentage of the lifespan of the season I ticket mean, holder no yeah yeah but no that's why i like the, uh, that's why i like to switch it up yeah, every game this thing. guy only has five years but his percentage of his lifetime that uh, he's owned yeah. season tickets um, i put are... my tickets in the name of my newborn so therefore i'm i get up because they've had season tickets for five years and they were one year old no but but all all honesty the what makes the most sense is divide it evenly between your season ticket holders to yeah. make up that 50 i think that's what the titans did they sent a thing out that said listen 
you have priority on these games and then you have like maybe second out of fifth priority on these games so that if they come down yeah they got math guys up yeah there. you know they can do this hope. they can do as this much as tickets fail. are i would hope but right now they're getting a hundred percent of zero people yeah. in there so they're gonna they're gonna sell out every game that they that they don't yeah. have additional. It folks. was really funny seeing people argue about this topic after they said nobody's allowed it's like, in. You're a freaking idiot. I'm going to go to this game. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, none of it. None of us yeah. are. It's like none the, of us the are present of the chat. Yeah. Neither of y'all go. And so, yeah, so like, yeah, I mean, you know, you're you're an idiot, buddy. Yeah. You, why are you still arguing? This is why we are where we are in this country is because you guys are literally arguing over something that's not an option. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, the NHL has uh, sold the naming rights to the All-Star Division team names. Surprisingly, something else that started a uh, pretty big fight online. So the North is Scotia. So it makes sense, Scotia Bank. Honda, uh, the West Division, or the Pacific got Honda. We got Discover. And Mass Mutual got the East Division. Yeah, um, a lot of people having problems with this. Not surprising, weird. but weird. Weird, but not though. I mean, yeah. on, on no, a weird year. that people are upset. Oh about yeah, it. yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Oh, yeah, weird. That, you know, it's it's just call it the central or the north or the the east, you know, or whatever the Canadian division. You don't have to. You just don't have to say the the sponsorship. And yeah. a year in a year where they're probably going to be taking massive revenue hits, and especially a league with. I don't want to say small margins, but definitely smaller than every other professional sport, yeah. maybe besides soccer. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, you know, this Cohen, this coincided the same t- time when NHL started putting a logos on their helmets. So yeah. the same people that have a problem with this also have a problem with that. And they're like, we don't like all these corporations in our sports. Now I'm going to go to Bridgestone Arena. And we don't like <laughs> we don't like all these co- corporations in our sports. And then they go and vote for the guy that has. Hundreds of corporate yeah. dollars. Or the best was somebody said, we don't do that shit in North America. We don't. And then his literally go to his profile and he's got. Yes, we do. <laughs> well, his his pro his header on his profile is NASCAR. Yeah. <laughs> so I just posted, we don't promote these corporate these corporate lobbies. <laughs> Look at my favorite fan. Like you're a NASCAR fan, yeah. man. You are a look, dude. What do you mean? There's literally the biggest sport in North America. Your favorite car driver drives a Miller Lite car, yeah. bro. Like he's like, hey man, that's Miller Lite and fake news. Like, but hey, I like Miller Lite, buddy. So <laughs> yeah. I don't use Discover. I don't yeah. have a bank account. <laughs> <laughs> they won't let me get a credit card yeah. anymore after you know this the incident. <laughs> Yeah, so what? I maxed out my my fifteen hundred dollars spending limit at the strip club. Big deal, discover. <laughs> uh, the only thing I wish I wish that they had um, rather than you know obviously it, I'm not surprised and I I don't care enough. But rather than teams go with the highest bidder, they should have gone with like things that represent the team. Like I we, everyone knew that Preds were going to get Bridgestone in their helmet. I really wish they had gotten Jack Daniels. Like, yeah, yeah, I would imagine there were probably or like, some or sort like of- Gibson guitar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's so many options other than Bridgestone. Like, how lame is that, dude? We're just freaking tire. You yeah, know, like, it's oh, already everywhere else, all over tires. the Preds. Come get our tires. Yeah. It's on know? the arena. It's on all the towels you get. It's on the big building next door. It's on everybody's cars that drive in. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, it's hey, just man, like you I'm know. a Michelin man. Oh, oh, what if they don't? What if they hear this and then they're like, "Ooh, we are letting fifteen percent of fans in." 
But you got to prove you have Bridgestone tires. So Daddy's getting a pair of Bridgestone tires. <laughs> you got like a taped on Bridgestone. It's like, that's clearly duct tape. <laughs> but does it matter? They're like, no, it does not. No, it does not. You're advertising, buddy. Uh, yeah. So I didn't see that was a part of the news that didn't make it into the actual doc. Yeah. So we got more news than we we let on, you know, when nobody, doubt, sees, nobody sees the doc, but we see it. And yeah. so, we, you know, but I, yeah, I, that's something that I just never really cared about. It was it's one of the few places where I don't care. corporate advertising doesn't matter yeah. to me. Like this is like it literally is. Yeah a corporation like that's yeah. like and the wild thing to me is people like there's people usually the people that have problem with corporations meddling in their sports don't give a damn if those corporations are meddling in their health care like yeah, that's what no. i'm like listen i don't want corporations meddling <clears throat> things that matter to me meddling my sports all you want <laughs> right <laughs> yeah connor mcdavid is still going to be the same player whether he has a you know yeah you know a we a dispensary shop on his helmet or not yeah Sell it on the jerseys, sell it on yeah. whatever. Like, I just never really cared about that. People are like, about soccer, you know, I hate it when I see a soccer jersey with that. Then don't buy the jersey, dude. Yeah. Like, don't buy the kit, you and know? Like, the that's crazy really thing is, there are also, like, I know for a fact that you could go on, like, I think uh, the Toronto FC, you can buy their their kit without the McDonald's logo on it. It, it is an option on their site. Um, Why would it be an option, dude? Yeah, I'm McLovin that shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Like I'm a Burger King guy. I, oh, this is not this is not okay. my way, so I'm not gonna have it. See, I bought I bought stock in Burger King and McDonald's. I'm yeah. I'm playing both sides. Yeah. That way, I always come out on top. Okay. <laughs> All right. So moving on, uh, Eric Howla uh, signed by the Preds. Pretty decent pickup. Howla. Howla. Eric Howla. Howla. Yeah. Eric Howla or Howla. Uh, Howla. Uh, signed by the Predators. Pretty decent pickup. Yeah. He he's had a, he had a couple good years with the. Um, with the uh, the the Golden Knights early in their in their career, he it was a name that Two I years immediately ago. yeah yeah not last year, um, I mean it was a name that I immediately recognized because I've had him in fantasy before. We yeah. talked about how fantasy he's has, a well known player around the know, league has uh, has been able to influence you into knowing players that you may not know regularly, um. But I'm, you know, I'm excited for a good center like that. He played in Florida and Carolina. Uh, he played in Carolina first and then went to Florida. Yeah, I think it's a great signing. He he was originally with uh, the Wild. So we needed a little center depth after, after Benino leaving. Uh, I think he'll give us a similar style of play as Benino, 29 years old. I mean, he, he's going to be able to provide a little... A little push probably on that second or third line, depending on where they they, yeah. they place him. So that was a that was a decent signing by the Preds. Does it push us over that? Does it push us over the edge? No, no, not at all. But it does make you more competitive. And we've talked about those those deeper line guys that that can really add to your team. So I was excited to hear that signing yeah. for sure. Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. All right, the NFL playoffs are set. We got the wild card round and 
for those for those betters out there, if you can do sixty four parlays, I think you can cover your all your bases. For my math, I still don't know. I think it's yeah, sixty four. We're we're not we're not great at math. We're not math guys. What yeah. do they even call those math people? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Mathematical guys, <laughs> nerds. Uh, no, yeah, we were we were just talking about the different possibilities that you could just put in a parlay on every single option yeah. of the six game. And I called my wife and she seemed pretty concerned when I was asking that question. She was like, I'm sorry, why do you want to know this? I'm like, I'm not doing it. Look, we're if just- we were going to do this, we wouldn't have asked you. Yeah. Okay. And we would have just done it. <laughs> we uh, would have found out the answer the long way. Exactly. We would have just started <laughs> writing. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I've spent $500 on this. Um, um, yeah. So we got there. There's a lot of great matchups. Um, on uh, Saturday, we have the seven seated Colts. Playing, it's weird. A seventh seed in the uh, NFL playoff, seven seed Colts playing the two seeded Bills, uh, and that'll be on CBS at one p.m. on uh, or, I'm sorry, time? noon p.m. on uh, Central. Uh, Rams Seahawks two and three at four forty. Uh, Bucks Washington. 340. I keep you. Why'd you put why not? That was me that did it. Why'd you do this to me, Bobby? Oh, God. It's like that meme with that kid that's got the boot on his own head. Yeah. Uh, and then we and we had the Buccaneers and Washington at 715 on NBC on um, on Saturday. And then uh, the remaining matchups, the remaining three matchups, we have Ravens Titans at one. At 12 p.m. on uh, that Central Time ABC, Bears Saints at uh, 3:40 on CBS, Nickelodeon, and Amazon Prime, <laughs> and uh, then the Browns and Steelers um, a rematch at 7:15 on NBC. And one of the games, it, I think it's the Bears Saints. One of these is also on Disney Plus. Which is really, yeah. I saw one of them is on Disney Plus, and I was like, that is well, it would definitely be one of the ABC matchups, Bobby. Okay, so I mean, <laughs> don't be an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which one could be the, the Disney Plus I, game? I, I, I is think, it the company that they're own? So I would guess it would probably be the Ravens Titans. I mean, would we be surprised if we found out the day before? No, oh, no I would not. Disney but, Plus now owns NBC, but you will have forgotten that I've made fun of you yeah. completely <laughs> yeah. by then. So I think I was actually <laughs> talking about that, and my wife was like yeah well i mean i wouldn't be surprised if like amazon buys disney i was like i wouldn't be surprised if disney buys amazon yeah right amazon buys disney yeah. Yeah. she was like well disney okay. disney because disney uses aws there so i'm like yeah because they probably got a good deal on it but disney would yeah, buy amazon because they don't because you don't you, you don't mess with the mouse yeah bro like you, you need to watch some south yeah. park megan the mouse doesn't bend the knee <laughs> you need to watch some south park rain <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah so is there obviously there's two games that each of us will be more excited about than others because our teams are playing. In yeah, them. honestly. And I'm not like, yeah, I'm I'm excited for Washington Bucks out of a fan. But as a pure football standpoint, Brown Steelers. OK, okay. The, the obvious choice is Ravens Titans. But I'll be honest. I think the I don't know, like a lot of sports books have the Titans as uh, underdogs, which is weird because a they're the higher seed. B, I think they're the better team overall. The Ravens obviously have cheat code himself lamar jackson but i mean they got well, we de- saw it happen yeah, last that's year that's what i'm saying now, titan's defense was a lot better last yeah, year but they, they've also got dh2k 
but their and their offense is better. Yeah, this and year, Ryan so. Tannehill is clicking, and so uh, is AJ Brown. Um, yeah, absolutely. Obviously, that was the game that I'm more excited because my team is playing. I think it's the best game on the slate if we're being honest. Yeah, uh, just I think pure matchup. The, I, yeah, I, I do think the highest percentage of the best game is that, but I think the Brown Steelers. I think it can go either way. I think it's either going to be a blowout or it's going to be a great game. I think I think if it's a blowout, the Steelers walk all over the Browns and they they choke in the playoffs. But the Browns could make this a game. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, they need to show out better than they showed out this weekend. Yeah, uh, for sure. They did not play they, well against the practice squad. They did not. Not at all. Mason Rudolph. I had the Browns defense in DFS thinking, look, I'm solid for at least three or four sacks and they were just not able to get to him. Miles Garrett wasn't able to, to uh, dominate that game. Like I thought yeah, that he would, which I'm happy about. Cause I mean, I, I think Chase Young still has a chance at defensive player of the year. He doesn't, you man. don't, I don't think at all. I mean, TJ Watt, Aaron Donald or Xavier Howard or TJ Watt is leading, leading, in sacks, yeah. uh, tackles for is losses. Is Howard the one who got the uh, the Dolphins cornerback? The one yes. who got the 10th interception? Yes. I think he is favored. Chase Young is the third most favorite right now. Yeah. And I mainly just want because I put some money on him. Sure. And he's going to have a pretty... I think I got he him. He had like, a great season. Yeah. And he'll definitely be the defensive yeah. rookie of the year. I got him at plus... I just don't uh, see him. I got him at plus 11,000. I think now he's like plus 2,000. When so. you got him right before he went on that run of like three or four games where he was... In my yeah. mind, the outright favorite. He and almost I had a scoop and score this weekend, which would have helped a lot. He I, just had the scoop. I thought your I thought your bet was looking really solid after a few games, and then he kind of went quiet a little yeah. bit, you know. And that was that was really his problem. He was making a lot of noise. The Aaron Donald is just beloved, though. You yeah. know, that's that's the biggest problem. I personally think T.J. Watt should win the award. Uh, he has the most sacks right now. I think he has the most tackle for losses. There's uh, there's some, some definitely there's definitely a great argument for Xavier Howard. Didn't carry his team to yeah. the play. Help carry his team to the playoff. Not that a cornerback yeah. is expected to, and he played fantastically this year. Yeah. What I don't like, I don't like that they. <clears throat> I think if it was called the defensive MVP, uh, Chase Young would have a better chance at defensive player of the year because Chase Young has many games this season been the reason Washington won games. So he is, in my opinion, the most valuable player on that team. Sure. They've really taken the MVP away from the Something I was going to talk about late. I think in one of my snaps, I think was going to be that. Most they've turned most valuable player into best player, which in well, best player that teams won really, yeah. Like, uh, so the but that's why, for example, <clears throat> like, and we can talk about in this section is you know, Aaron Rodgers, I think, is a shoe in to win mm-hmm. NFL MVP. I personally don't think that he had it has much to do with his team's success as Derrick Henry did for the Titans. Yeah, take for out sure. Derrick Henry from the equation, it's, it's Titans a- aren't great, take out Aaron Rodgers. And I think you've, you know, Devontae Adams and everyone else, they can get that team to where they are. Right. I, I can, I can, I don't know though. I mean, yeah, Aaron, I mean listen, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron, I'm team. not saying Aaron Rodgers shouldn't get it. He has, he has had an amazing year and that's why I, I mean, I, I wanted to find a way to say that he shouldn't get it, but he's, I mean, he should get it and he will get it. I'm just looking out for my own personal yeah, game, sure. trying to which is talk, all, talk Derek Henry up to someone who why, doesn't have a vote. This is why we have a podcast so we can really talk our own stuff up. We don't need to have objectivity or anything yeah. like that. So my game that I am actually most excited for 
other than the game that I'm most excited for because my team's playing in it, definitely got to be the Colts Bills to me. I think that this could go, the Bills could go in and absolutely very similar to what you were saying with the Brown Brown Steelers. The Bills could just go in and blow the doors off of them. No question. The Colts could also go in there and make it a game for sure. I'm I'm really excited to see what happens in that game and wouldn't be surprised at all if the Colts came out and won. All it takes is a bad game from Josh Allen and the Bills are in trouble. Yeah, I I don't obviously anything can happen. It's a wild card. It's the Bills. I don't see it happening, man. I, I don't I don't I, I don't think either. I mean I when, when, I, I, when I looked at the odds, I hammered down. That was one of the games. You know, all the other games I did my normal amount of units. So you I, I hammered you down on hammered Bill. down on them. So the Colts are 100% yes. winning. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. The the Colts are a lot. Yeah. For <laughs> I, sure. I haven't, I haven't got I don't know, man. I mean, act, no. knock on wood. I, I'm, I've, I've been on a hot streak recently. So you have, I'm but hoping. see, but that's the problem. Yeah. Is I was, I slowed down a little bit at the end of the weekend. I had a good week Wait, overall. Are you starting to heat up? Cause that means I'm at the end of my, cause we've been off. We've been opposite each other. This yeah. I, well, I haven't started heating up again. But I haven't, I kind of had a good tail end of my, my Sunday, but it was definitely filtering off. And yeah. then we were, and then, but see last night we were on the same thing of the Kings minus yeah. two, uh, playing the, the Warriors and we didn't even know that each other were going to be on it. So we might both be going into think, a cold I stream. I think we, yeah, we accidentally <laughs> synced up. Our, our cycle synced oh, up. Oh, no. Oh, no. Are we cold? Are we cold? Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, and I was feeling real, real good after that uh, After that little little showdown that we had in FanDuel this week. Cool. So, that man, wild. that was a showdown. I beat you by, like, what, like two points? And I think, like, oh, yeah, two, two points. I was, yeah, well, I was down, what, After like that last 30? play, I was, like, looking at ways. I was like, all right, how could this happen? Maybe he fumbles the ball Maybe. and runs it, picks it up, and runs 20 yards the opposite way? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Drew Locke, you know, I mean, let's be honest. We did not see the longest passing play in the NFL this year happening from drew drew lock and jerry judy for 92 yeah. yards and i happen to have both of those yeah. guys on my team after jtt almost locked pretty, what looked locked like locked up, up like a what, like 85 yard touchdown run. yeah i mean it was the game was 154 156 to 154 yeah. dude you I know mean, who's not were, happy about this wheeler right now wheeler is <laughs> yeah. yeah wheeler is not as excited <laughs> as we are he looked like he was in the prime position to come in and slide in for that win and then just couldn't happen. And then Tannehill got that touchdown. Yeah. I was thinking Henry was going to score. That's what I thought. I was like, Derek and, Henry then and, then, and then AJ Brown called. I was like, Oh, but you had AJ Brown. And I, you no, 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 he had, oh, AJ, he had Brown. AJ Brown. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, yeah. And I was like, well, my man's Judy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, I'm with you. The bills, the bills could be exactly who we think they are, but there, I mean, there's something to be said about, about the way the Colts have played in big games this year. And so I just I just find it intriguing uh, as a matchup that I'm definitely, definitely excited to to watch. Yeah. I get that wraps it up for outside the NFL. Let's move into our main topic. We're talking predictions and projections. Uh, we did this last year. I think I don't know what the final score was. I won last season with we what we do is we predict the cup, the, the Stanley Cup 
the Hart, the Calder, the Vesna, the Norris, the Art Ross, the Selkie, Jack Adams, Rocket Richard, and GM of the Year. Now we did mid-season. Yeah, that's because we because we are close. This time last year, we had just gotten back from Dallas. Yes, this is might actually be a, exactly a year for when we did pretty our, close to well, when we did getting, our first. Uh, this our is lap. episode fifty-one, so next week would be officially. Yeah. Well, a Well, I year. think we because we remember we did the practice episode where we kind of did practice. Our, <laughs> we're talking about practice. Man. <laughs> uh, yeah, we did do episode point five for our our few friends and family yeah. to kind of check out and give us tips and tricks. And so roughly, yes, I, I think you're correct. Yeah. I am, uh, because we did it mid season. How about this? Instead of having a double down, like we did last year, when we get to whatever the midway point of 56 is, what is that? 30? No, 28. 28. We get to 28 games. We should pick again. And if you want to stick with your pick, that pick is worth double. Okay. And then you get, but that way you get two chances to win if you change and you so get we, the same point okay. level. So huh. let's say I, I have, so I have we're, Joe Schmo to locking win the it heart. in at the halfway point. No, no. I'm saying that you get a chance to change your pick, but you get both options as a win possibility. So heart trophy. I pick Joe Schmo. And then midway point, I'm like, Jack Schmo is looking a lot better. But at the end, Joe Schmo actually wins. I do get that win because I did pick him, but I only get half the points. Whereas if I picked Joe Schmo twice, that's where you double yeah. up your points. How okay. does that sound? Yeah. That sound pretty good. That way you get an opportunity to, because I mean, you know how beginning of the season predictions can yeah. go. Do we want to throw a curveball in there and have it be like a double secret lockdown where if you right now you lock in and that means at the halfway point, you're not allowed to change it. And that hits you get uh, uh, instead of double, you get four four times. times? I mean, why not? Like do one. Yeah, but see. Yeah, let's talk about that off air (laughs) and then we'll come up with the decision and tell the tell the folks at home next week okay at the beginning of the season on our decision on that not that like they even care or they're gonna remember (laughs) they're like you guys haven't even done any of the water bets that you (laughs) you know i mean well it's in the middle of winter time right now so (laughs) we haven't we we were doing it through the summertime bobby (laughs) we weren't giving them out uh we'll do one big water bet day yeah where well i mean no no water bets have got to be spread out that's the you know because if you're just really wet you want to be really wet all day that's fine you know like but it's like multiple yeah we'll figure it out all right so let we'll start out with the stanley cup i've got edmonton versus colorado and i've got the abs winning the cup i think it's their time they've got such an amazing young core that have been progressing so well over the past two or three years. I think they've come into their own. And I think, you know, and I'm going to talk about it later. I think Kale McCarr is going to be probably in the same rankings as Drysaddle and McDavid this year. Yeah, I think he is going. I, I think he's the future of this sport. Okay, so my cut prediction, I have the Vegas Golden Knights playing the Washington Capitals. I have the the Golden Knights winning their first cup. They, they've just looked good over the past few years. 
It's always looks like it's a, it's a definite possibility. I'm going to go with the golden Knights. So, um, I actually, I've got them on a, uh, on FanDuel. I've got them winning their division. Mm -hmm. Um, so, I mean, I think that they are a very good team. Uh, the heart. I've got Jack Eichel. He's got he he's at plus fifty. He got he's at fifteen hundred odds, and this is one of those things I've already said. I think I'm going to get screwed here because I think the MVP should go to the MVP, not the highest score. You know, Jack Eichel is the MVP of that team. He is he's what keeps them going. Um, so yeah, I've got Jack Eichel. Okay. I, I'm going to go um, if I if I just keep saying it every year, eventually, <laughs> eventually I'm I'm going to hit. I think I'm going to go with Nathan McKinnon. Uh, he's at, at plus 650. I think he he was the favorite, right? I think he was uh, close yeah, I think to he it. One is, of the top few. But my, my the reason I didn't take him is, you know, I think his window for it is past. I think the young guys have gotten no. so good on that team. Now, look, when I say window, I mean. The window of him being truly well better than everyone on it, like so much better than everyone else on that team. See, the, that's the thing. The, the, though, I think the be gap, j- I think the gap between him and the other guys on that team have closed a little bit. I've, but yeah, but that's. I mean, we've seen Crosby win the heart with guys that are great. That's how you win the heart. Yeah. Is your team is great and they make you great, and yeah. you don't have to. And do unfortunately, as much. I'm being a little naive and thinking about the MVP as it should be, not as it is. Now that's your fault, not yeah, my fault. I know. Um, so who do you have for the Calder? Uh, the Calder, I there was really no other way. I mean, I uh, Alexis Lafreniere. However, I put a I put a long shot one in there because I think he, if he is who he everyone thinks he is, <laughs> even if he's a little bit short of who he thinks he is, I don't think this draft class, this rookie class, was amazing compared to years past. So I think he's got it locked up unless, you know, something crazy happens. But I put uh, Nicholas Robertson in there with the Leafs. He's got plus 3,500 odds. I put him in there as a long shot. This is one of those things where midway through, I'll lock it down. But I I mean, Alexis Lafreniere is my actual pick. 56 games is not a lot of games. And for a rookie coming in, he may come in there and dominate. And I'm not saying that he that he won't. But how many guys that are locks? They that are gonna dominate, yeah. and they just don't. They just can't. I mean, it's a different game than yeah. they've been playing. I think we took different. I when I did this, I I the list I was looking at was simply from this draft class. See? Not yeah, unfortunately, that wasn't uh, smart yeah. of you. Yeah, yeah that that's, wasn't that's smart of you because I see yours now. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. a great. And mine is mine was like a deep thought process pick. Igor Shosturkin, the goalie from the New York Rangers. I mean, they traded away Lin, uh, Henrik Henrik Lundqvist. Because of this guy. I mean, and I, I know a lot what a lot of you guys are thinking. Oh, I mean, he's already played. He's not a rookie. He didn't hit the threshold to not consider himself a rookie. He only played 12 games. And yeah. um, I'll up in these Natty Light peanuts to go with my Bud Light Platinum. There you go. Uh, so Igor Shosturkin, I think that he is going to have a fantastic season uh, in New York. They really showed us a lot at the end of last year and with an offseason and some some different moves. I'm going to go with Shesterkin as my Calder Cup winner. Now, that is crazy to say that he is the, you know, I mean, a goalie winning the Calder Cup. Yeah. That's crazy. But I think a guy with a little experience already and a good team in front of him, he can make it happen for sure. And one thing with the, the Calder is a, an award that 
someone can, I mean, it's not hard it can for be someone. stolen. Yeah, for quickly sure. by someone we've never heard of. Absolutely. Like, I'm not sure Kale McCarr, was Kale McCarr on either of our, was Kale McCarr, one of, did any of either of us project Kale McCarr last year? Uh, I want to say you I did, think I, I did. think. So I maybe had, I, but I had Quinn Hughes, but it was yeah. also mid-season. True. It was yeah, a yeah. much easier to... If you go to, back to the start of that season, maybe... You would have yeah. never picked Kale McCarr, probably. Yeah. You know, that was, that was the, that, that's the thing with picking preseason yeah. picks so there's wild um so okay who do you have for the vesna i tried to find so uh, i did too i tried to go vasileski the, man yeah. there's just i mean listen there's going to be a lot of people i think that carry price is going to make a big jump in his uh in his stats this year mm-hmm. i think vasky is a lot yeah, of for the, for the vesna you had brought up some long shots i mean he's sitting at Plus 600. I guess you found him at, at plus 500 somewhere. I, I think that Carey Price has a real opportunity here. And if you're in and if I was a, if I was a betting man, I might put a little bit on him to win. Guess what? Vezna. We are betting men. Holy crap. <laughs> oh, I forgot. <laughs> uh, no, but I have Vassy too. I just don't think that with a 56 game season, this is this type of season plays into his skill set the most. This dude could honestly go out and play all 56 yeah. games. That's the thing yeah. with that uh, that you got to factor in is that his value is that he I mean he's playing 60 games a season Back. anyway. And from a fa- and we'll talk about this this week on the fantasy show. <laughs> Very rarely do I like reaching for goalies in fantasy. Vassy's a guy I have to consider reaching for depending if now if I'm the first three picks, no. If I'm late in the first, mid first, and yeah, depending I'm on who's go it depend on who's taken in front. Man, Vas depending on the cat if it, it depending on you know, if if it's a cat league, if you can get Vasileski and then someone maybe in the fourth or fifth round, you can almost guarantee a lot you're locking up five categories yeah yeah uh, i mean absolutely it's i'm still not gonna reach yeah. i don't think but that's, think that's just day, me it's brain, not a bad idea yeah. but, but also i've also won three category leagues due to my goalies like they've carried me to championships before so i have sure. i have a love for goalies and cat leagues that's obviously working yeah uh who do you have for the norris i think and this is another one he's it victor hedman and when i wrote that one I thought he would have it, and I'll be honest, I've got Morgan Riley as my long shot. Yeah. I think Cam McCarr is going to be up there, and I think Cam McCarr is going to push. I don't think Cam McCarr is going to win it this year, mm-hmm. but I think he's going to push Victor Hedman to win it. I now, think he's going to be on his tail the whole season. Let's be clear with point values. The long shots are just a, hey, this could be a long shot, right? Yeah. This is, no, your pick yeah. is, your pick yeah, is Hedman. that's for okay. the show. Okay. Yeah, okay. my point, my, my pick <clears throat> is Hedman. Um, so yeah, well, my pick is John Carlson. I think that he had it That's a, yeah. fairly locked up most of last year. And then Yossi just really stepped his game up. Yeah. I think my long shot would be Dougie Hamilton. I think Ooh. that he is going to be, he's going to come out firing on all cylinders. So you're, you're pretty <clears throat> uh, big on the, cause I think in, on fantasy, one of your picks fantasy was Sebastian Ajo. I am, I am bi- Yeah. It's he's, he is my fantasy MVP this year. And I'll obviously, I'm not going to spoil all in on that bunch of jerks. Huh? I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it for all the folks that are definitely going to listen <laughs> to our fantasy episode, because obviously, even if you don't play fantasy, I mean, if you like, hockey then that's pretty much 100% hockey over there I you know I I'm not I'm pretty big on on Carolina I thought that they looked really good last year with the their dominance of New York I think they got a bad draw uh in their in their second round 
I'm a, I, you know, I'm a, I'm not a fan of Carolina, but I am, I do have thoughts that they, uh, they're, they're, they're going to be good this year. So that would be a long shot for me, but I have John Carlson winning. Yeah, that's not, uh, that's not a whole pick art Ross. So the point score I've, I've got, he's going to continue his domination. Leon Dreisaitl. I think he's picking up right where he left off. Okay. I think that, I mean, that, I mean, I, my, my, not even a long shot. I guess my alternate was the favorite, which is uh, McDavid. Right. I yeah, mean, but I think Dreisaitl is. I have take McDavid, him. and probably what will happen midseason, we're gonna flip. You'll just be like, I'm gonna take McDavid, and I'll be like, I'm gonna be safe and take Dreisaitl. <laughs> uh, you know, and then it'll but, be neither. And then it'll it'll, it'll be uh, it'll be Pasternak. He'll come <laughs> coming out of left field, missing a month, and it's gonna be him. Or it's gonna be the guy, the the random guy playing with Dreisaitl and McDavid. Oh exactly. yeah. <laughs> uh, so I do have McDavid and. And I mean, the dry sidle pick is is great. Well, in a Again, perfect world, they score the same amount of points. We get we it. get a tie. Yeah, yeah. fifty six games is is a low number comparatively to eighty two. Uh, and so I think that that is that is to McDavid's advantage, not dry advantage. So uh, I have McDavid. What about your Selkie pick? And I think we have the same pick here. I've as got Bergeron. Well. I think that he save money, right? I think Bergeron <laughs> is just that guy. I mean, until he retires, I think he's the uh, neither. The, neither one of us could find odds on the Selkie. Yeah, because they're just like, oh, he's already won it. He's like, won it. Like, negative, he just keeps that at his house. You pay us a hundred million dollars. He, yeah, he's like we'll negative ten thousand odds. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, but I think Ryan O'Reilly is a good option. Obviously. Um, like I picked last year. So that's not someone to count out, but I mean, it's Bergeron. Realistically, yeah. it's Bergeron. Um, Jack Adams, who do you have? I liked your pick. Really. Jared I liked Bednar. your pick. Yeah. I um, like that pick. So one of these things I was looking at Barry Trotz, but I think the, I guess the attractiveness of the Barry Trotz with the Islanders. Now it's starting, it's starting to wear off. Um, and I, I think that, what Jared Bednar is doing, because, you know, a lot of people like the Jack Adams for taking a team that's not great, turn it into something that is really good, which Barry Trotz mm-hmm. did. Or taking it to the next yeah, level. Yeah, which Jared Bednar is doing. He's taking all this young, great <clears throat> talent, and he's turning it. He, him and his crew are turning them into just dominant. They're, they are doing with their young talent my, what everyone wished the Preds were doing with their young talent. My argument for that is the is the opposite. He's coming in and there and there's expectations for this guy to win the cup. There's yeah. expectations for him to do great things there. And that hurts you. You can have a great season as a coach, but if you didn't meet expectations, then that's where the, the problem lies. I think it's a great pick and I do like it a lot, but I think it goes back to where what you're discussing with the MVP. It should go to the MVP or it should go to the best coach. But it doesn't always do that. It's exactly yeah. like you said. The Avs were great last year. It's gonna it, a cup or bust is realistically the only step up that the Avs can make as a team, in my opinion. That is why I guess like and you, it's funny you po- pointed that out. I didn't even really see it. My Jack Adams award is going to Rod Brindamore from the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> I real I really just realistically just see that team taking the next step this year. So, uh, I, I have Brindamore from the Carolina Panthers as my 
Jack Adams pick. Cool. Rocket Richard, I am doing what I did last year. I think until this guy shows that he is no longer the man he is, taking the great eight. Last year, he split this, um, but Pasta's out for a little bit to start the year. Yeah. I think it's his to lose, man. Because here's the thing. Even if he, with at his age, even if, even if he loses a step, and I'm going to talk about it later, even if he loses a step, he could still win this. He's going to lead the shot, lead the league in shot attempts. He's going to consistently be left unguarded over an Ovi Island, and he will consistently put uh, put the puck in the net. It's not a it's not a bad choice at all, bud. I, I don't hate it at all. Obviously, you can't hate the that choice. I'm going to go a little outside of of the zone. I'm going Austin Matthews. I, again, it goes back to my choices are a little different because the season yeah. is a little different. And one of the reasons I also picked Ovi was that Ovi tends to play better when he's got something on the line. And when and sure. so you've got you've got that. Obviously, you've got, you know, he's chasing Gretzky. But also, he's going to be consistently a lot more this year playing against Sidney Crosby. For sure. Uh, he's yeah, going to be they're going to be playing a lot more rivals. And he, that is that is where Ovi thrives is go, going up again, you know, going against the guy, the team that, you know, he's going to get a lot of hits in. he's going to be hyped up. It's going to be this is going to be a fun season. No, I don't. I absolutely want to be clear. I don't hate your pick at all. I think it's a great pick. I just wanted to co- kind of go with a little bit of a dark horse. That's not a dark horse. Yeah, I think that he's going to step up over that threshold that and i my thing is also i I think so Ovi is plus 500 he's the favorite i think outside of uh, odds makers i think people think Ovi is a long shot i don't i think people think because of his age and the fact that he's just he has been who he is i think they're like oh well he can't do it anymore he's gonna so that's my whole thing is that's not my thing yeah i know but yeah that's not our thing but i think until he shows me he can't do it i'm i'm sure he's doing it it's a proof that he can't type of situation absolutely it would be like saying oh tom brady's not gonna throw you know not gonna have a great season i mean he is having a great season who do you have for GM of the year? Uh, Jul- and I might uh, mispronounce this. Julian Bribois, uh with Lightning. The I fact the, the fact that he's keeping them under the cap with and I but have this in quotation moves, which is players the the day before, like right a couple of days before they have to get their cap underneath the when they were way over some of their players he sold play, a kidney or two. Well, some so of their players just so happened to get a weird injury and they're like, oh well. So we put him on the IR. We put all these guys in the IR, and then then we pretty much given him he put uh, himself on the IR. Well, he pretty he's <laughs> given himself time to make moves rather than have to make these harsh. Okay, I've got to you know because they're like way over the limit, and this is not you know the will be taken into will that be taken into account by the voters though. Uh, again, it's crazy. This 56 game season is a, a very odd and without well, a real think, off season. I think if this was the Jack Adams, that's different. But the, this is the GM and also keeping those players there for as long as he's keeping them there for is crazy to me. Most teams, you know, when you buy say when you buy a bunch to uh, for your window and we're now three or four or five years later, and you still have those players. A lot of that's come through the draft though, right? Um, yeah. But so, the, I mean, but, that's, but to have all these guys, when I, so I'm saying by like, he bought the draft value. He bought them at the draft. Uh, and the fact that he's been able to get them to stay long enough and getting these guys to either take pay cuts or find a way to just keep them on the team. 
No, I don't disagree. With you. It's not a yeah. bad pick, and but I just don't know if the votes are going to factor that in. Yeah, Th- this year I went less with these kind of picks. I went less with all right, t- turning a bad team into a good team and keeping a good team a good team, which I think is going to be very difficult the way this season's going to be. I went more mid scale uh, on it. Uh, I want I want to take a mediocre team that all, that had the options to become a good team. And making it a good team. I went with the with Kevin Adams from the Buffalo Sabres, a newbie into the into the game. We got the last GM fired. I'm hoping to elevate this particular GM. Bringing in Taylor Hall, it does so much for your team, but it does a lot for your superstar and shows them that you're committed and you're willing to win and you want to win. So I think Kevin Adams is gonna gonna end up winning this um, winning the GM of the year. Yeah, yeah, all re- really good picks. Um, you know, we'll we'll see where that we leave off. Uh, but now we've got finally a segment returning. We've got our games of the week. Uh, we need we need to get a well, drop. This is technically just this is just all of the games of January thirteenth yeah. of opening day. We because there was only going to be one set of games before our next episode drops we'll actually have for real games of the week next yeah. week so, so this is games of the day games of the day and and even we even added a little bonus in for you and picked the uh either the spread or the money line and the over under of what's currently available on FanDuel. so um uh, First game, we have the Habs and the Leafs, January 13th, 6 p.m. Should be a great little battle. Uh, what do you have as far as the, the betting lines and odds go? What are, what are your choices? I've got the I've got the Leafs winning this game. I've got them minus one and a half, and I've got the under six and a half. And I think you just took the opposite of me. I took the exact opposite of you. And it was not because you picked the opposite. I think some of these we have the the same. It's just the it's just the thought. I mean, one and a half goals in, in a in the first battle of a team that should be fairly decent. I think that that's just too much. I mean, to a two goal loss. I mean, it could easily happen with a you know an empty netter or something like that. But I don't think there's a real possibility that the Habs possibly could win this game. I have the, actually the over six and a half goals. I think that that folks are going to come out flying. I know my boy Austin Matthews is going to match his rookie debut and get me four goals to start the battle off strong for the Rocket Richard. And uh, yeah, so I so I have I have the exact opposite of you on that game. What about game two, Bub? All right, yeah, um, Penguins and Flyers. Uh... I've got Flyers money line and under five and a half. I think it's going to be a good game. I think the Flyers are just a better team now. Yeah, I I mean, that that was a good choice. And I thought about that. I think that this one's going to be a close game, too. I actually have the Penguins plus one and a half. And I would not be surprised at all if the Flyers win and you win the money line. But I just don't think it's going to be by two goals. Is is yeah. all my thought process? That's why, is. that's why. Yeah, and that's why I took money line because it's just this is so, and the crazy thing is because this is the first day back, 
man, we don't know what's going on. We sure. don't know like what training camp's like. We haven't seen anything. They have. They're going to play each other like tw- what ten times this season. Yeah, there's going to be a bunch. So, and you had you found the line that had five and a half as the goal line. I found six and a half. And you have under five and a half. I have over six and a half. I think this is going to be. Uh, uh, I think the goalies are going to be yeah. the, the I think most I, hurt. I, I think I might have actually put a U and not an O because under five and a half seems real low for yeah, me. Under six and a half, I can see, but under five and a half seemed a little yeah. low to me. I'm going to go ahead and keep that for now. But sure. I mean, yeah. this is this means nothing yes. as far as picks wise. We're not yeah. picking yeah. or anything like that. Uh, so, so Avalanche and Blues, I think this is going to be the game of the day starting out. Um, yeah, I, I can, I can yeah. agree with that for sure. But I've got abs minus one and a half with the over five and a half. I think that I think the abs are going to put on a clinic against the blues. Yeah, and I, I could see that happening for sure. I went uh, a little safer. I went the abs money line. I definitely think the abs are going to win. And I think that they could win by two goals like you're saying. But I just, I just don't know. Honestly, you never know. If I could with some al- actual divisional matchups yeah. like that, I think w- if I could go alternate spread, I would say like Avs minus like two and a half. You probably can go alternate spread. So <laughs> go so ahead. Considering that put this is just money, a thing we're writing down, put your money where your mouth is. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, <laughs> so I have Avs money line and over five and a half. I was surprised by that five and a half goal line. I think that there's going to be six goals scored in yeah. the first two periods, yeah. you know, because like, that's why when I get home, I'm hammering that over. Yeah, I'm going to I think I'm going to go grab that as well. It's a little dangerous, though, because we, you know, we might find out that the unders are where they're at this year because yeah. it's so close to to, to or, it just happening. Probably so. no, man. Like, that's the thing is like either it, it, this whole season, we could find out that offense is down or we could find out the defense is down and everything's hitting the over. And sure, which means that after the first way. week, those sports books, they're going to start putting the over at like seven. Well, mostly I mean, I mostly went overs. I went a couple of the unders that were actually going to talk about but i'm not as confident in these this next under for the blackhawks lightning game this is at 8 p.m on june uh, january 13th next wednesday what do you have for the uh you i think you took the spread on this yeah so the blackhawks are not the team that started out this past season the blackhawks have gotten to be a better team and that rebuild that they've been doing and i'm actually very and and it hurts me to say this it makes me want to puke I'm impressed by their rebuild. They got a bunch of young talent and they've been able to keep their, you know, their, their studs. Patrick Kane is still Patrick Kane. At the end of the day, Patrick Kane is still a top even if he's 15. Ba- even if he's bad at hockey, Bobby, he will 100% of the rest of his life always be Patrick Kane. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, who knows? Um, no, I, I agree with you. I, and that is why I went with a similar pick to you. Lightning money line. Yeah, I just can't. I can't yeah. see that. Uh, you know, I th- I think the Lightning are going to win. Yeah, I just don't know where so things are going. Here's my so. biggest issue with this is why I think this season I'm going to be doing a lot more money line betting on hockey. It very well could be a situation where they're down one goal late and then Lightning squeak an empty netter in there. That's what I'm saying. Empty netters <sighs> yeah. really throw a throw a wrench into things. Yeah, for and, sure. And that that's so. For this week, I'm doing spreads. I think I'm going to be doing money line most of the time this season. It's because uh, I just, unless I'm doing, uh, you know, a team minus 
Like well, one this is see. Th- these are not picks that we're necessarily going to go out and put, put money no, on. Not. You know, yeah. and we're not we're not necessarily advising you to do. This is just what we're thinking. Yeah. So don't come process. at us if you do a if you do a six game parlay on this. Don't come at us now. If you hit on the six game parlay, come at us. Come at us. We're not even looking for any money. You yeah. know, like just give us a shout out. If you say I followed Bond and did all ten picks that he picked <laughs> in a parlay. And you happen to win, shoot, man, just to be. I kind of want to see what the odds would be on all that parlay because that's got to we'll be minus 10,000, probably. Oh, dude. Well, it'd be plus something. Sorry, plus 10,000. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, minus 10,000. I'm, do- I'm not putting a dollar <laughs> to win a penny, dude. Come on. Uh, but, but yeah, so I have the Lightning's money line. And also, weirdly enough, just like you, I have the under six and a half. I think yeah. the team that most folks Maybe expect gonna be good to score ending. a bunch. I just don't think that I think Vassy and um, and whoever, yeah, whoever the Blackhawks are putting in net, I think they're going to come out and and we're going to have a lower scoring affair than we're, we're normally used to if these two teams were to face off. Um, maybe we should retract that. Malcolm Subban and Colin D'Elia. <laughs> that I think now this is the first time I'm seeing that's their goaltenders. I'm not changing up though. I I'm gonna go might, with the under. I think I might go lightning minus eight now. <laughs> <laughs> I think that uh, it's about to be a bloodbath. Last game of the of the night. Uh, I don't know if they have a time for this. When I put it on the dock, it was a to be determined uh, time. It's probably gonna be like 10 p.m. Central Time. Yeah, it's gonna be like yeah, it'll be like 10 p.m. in Japanese time. So <laughs> you know how those late games happen, yeah. dude. Uh, Canucks Oilers. The spread is is one and a half, uh, favoring Edmonton, and we have same over under, but opposite. Yeah, I've got Edmonton. I think Drysaddle and McDavid come out here, and they but on a they put on a ex, uh but on a ex, uh they put on a show for the first game of the season. I think I think uh Drysaddle gets a hattie. I think McDavid <laughs> will get about four apples in this game. So you think that four goals for sure are coming from Edmonton. You think six goals are happening. Yeah, I don't know why. I think that's another thing. I was typing this too fast. I meant to put an O on that. Okay. I don't know why I would have ever done the. I think it's going to be a little slower uh, of a game. I have the under six and a half. And now I, my, the feeling in my heart says the over, but it was just something that said, no, yeah. this one's going to be a low scoring affair. But I do have the Can- Canucks. Plus one and a half. I don't think they're going to lose by two goals. I think this is going to be a close match. I think the Canucks have something to prove. They have a lot of youth, but they've they've yeah. their youth has grown older and my, they've really one of my things is a lot of people team. are saying, oh, they got to shake the cobwebs off. But some of these teams, it hasn't been super long since no. they played. No, it's absolutely. been shorter than a regular off season since these like the, since the Oilers have played hockey, especially like a team like the Lightning. They they played what? Four months ago, that could, three months that ago, could, that could hurt you though. I mean, that's not that long ago for term in terms of you know you gotta get think, your legs. I back think that's under plenty you. of time to heal. Now, obviously, any big injuries, but as far as you know, wear and tear, I think it's plenty of time with their their kind of treatment to get themselves back together. I think it's not enough time. I don't think it's too long to wear there. You know, they've been sitting around all season. I think the one thing that we've landed on and established. Is that nobody knows what <laughs> yeah. the heck the season is going to bring to but us. But it's going to you know? be fun. It is going to be fun for sure. So, yeah. Joke of the week. What do we got here, bud? 
The weird. Corey Perry. See, I don't like that. So I don't... Wild. I think that I think the first read was a good one. Now, now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. A little tongue twister. And downright dumb. I'm kidding. Me. It's time for the joke of the week. <laughs> I'm so glad you didn't look at this now, and then we're getting your live reaction to this picture. <laughs> Man tries to smuggle $34,000 worth of coke under his toupee. <laughs> the funny thing is, they just added that black bar over his face today. That was not there when I originally looked at this picture. They straight up were like, hey, we know that there's the drug cartel. Let's plaster this guy's face all over the internet. And they did not black out his, they did not put that black bar over his face in the original posting of this. Oh my goodness. This is it is so <laughs> it's like it's like six foot off of his head, man. The first thing I thought I saw. This is like a large scale balloon of drugs, yeah. dude. This is a large scale balloon of cocaine. <laughs> they show with the picture with the toupee on it. And dude, it looks Do like Do you think the people taking this smoke shot were laughing at us? Yeah. Because they had to have gone up and put it, the toupee back on. Yes, yes. He looks like freaking conehead, dude. And this <laughs> I'm just imagining him going up to customs like, hello, I'm just here. Regular man, no drugs. Like uh, sir, what wh what's up with your hair? He's like, oh, you know, it's the style. You know what always amazes me to, about this stuff? They always tell the money's the dollar's worth instead of just telling us how much cocaine it was. Like, oh, he had a kilo of cocaine. They're always like thirty four thousand dollars worth. Like, bro, like that would really depend. Street value is going to be yeah massively different depending on where you were finding. But Florida. I mean, you know, welcome back to the to the I guess the literally the first one of the new year. I'm very confused, though. So it's a Colombian man. Oh, detained in Barcelona. Oh, OK. OK. So I was like, Barcelona. wait, because I, like, I was like, where is where is Florida coming in on this? Because I see the photos it's from the Tampa. Spanish National Police. It's Tampa. Yeah. Officers the had the man remove from. his wig and found a package stuck to his head with about thirty four thousand dollars worth of cocaine. That's a bold. Bold yeah. move, dude. There is no limit to the inventiveness of drug traffickers trying to mock controls. As if, as if, as if they weren't going to notice your toupee anyway. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like you're clearly wearing a toupee, <laughs> sir. And there's clearly $34,000 worth of cocaine under it. So please remove it. Do you think that one of the guards was like, before they even knew what they, he was like, they were like, that's 34. They're like, how do you know? They're like, ooh, uh, See, you and know what had happened he, was the guy actually says, "Oh, there was supposed to be sixty-five, and the guy's like, Shh, no, there's only thirty-four. Yeah, I, like, I, I only took thirty-four thousand like, dollars worth from you." He's like, "I, uh, you, he's, he's like, liar. sports betting is legal here now, so yeah." <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a joke, dude! Like, this is really funny. Go look up this picture. This dude looks. Awesome. I like dude. that he was charged with a public health violation. That's what they call it there. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds so much better than drug trafficking. Well, isn't Spain one of those places that have like weird drug laws? Uh, I maybe. I love the last sentence Portugal though. Because um, if this had happened in the United States, 
This is a massive thing. There, here, it's it's unclear if he's still in police custody. <laughs> like, is this guy like he, he's on? He just got out with a slap on the wrist, and they let him take half of it back. <laughs> Police said the man caught their attention when he arrived on a flight from Bogota. <laughs> you couldn't even had a connector. I would have laughed if they were like, "We didn't arrest him for the cocaine. We arrested him. For, we were the fashion police. It was style. Yeah. It was clearly awful. Yeah, that was he was using illegal." hair in that toupee we don't even search bags here i don't yeah. know why he didn't put that in a in a bag yeah. so i mean all you have to do is declare the cocaine you're allowed up to a hundred thousand dollars worth here in spain right. is this is only 34k this is small potatoes here yeah. here in spain okay <laughs> uh, uh, what a oh what a, what what a great way to bring in the new year <laughs> all right so let's get into what are you binging uh, some basketball now that I've been winning some money on the Hoosiers and, uh, I won some money on the Knicks the other night on, on a little, uh, side bet. Wow. Okay. Did you bet against them? <laughs> I think I did. Yeah. I think I bet against That's the, the only way to win money on the Knicks these days is betting against. Them. Oh, they beat, no, they beat the Hawks. There you I go. Had, Cause I had the parlay with the Hawks be, uh, winning in the first quarter, but I hedged with a little bit large. I, I, I guess I hedged it. I, I was betting at one thing I you, I need to not stop doing is betting at one thirty in the morning because I find I'm making a little bit more mistakes at one. But it hasn't uh, hurt me yet. It, those mistakes have benefited me. OK, so maybe so maybe that's the only time you should. Bet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. So uh, just watching some more basketball than I usually do. Yeah, I have uh, two shows as well. Uh, I have been drinking a little bit of Black Barrel. I drank it at our uh, at our D&D campaign pretty much all day. But I have two shows, or technically a sport and a show. I've already talked one a little bit about darts, the PDC World Championship. Bro, I've never been so hype about something that, like, dudes are just throwing little sticks at a at a board. And I was hype over it, man. I, I So some PDC darts. But you know how much of a big Jimmy Tatro fan I am. Yeah. The real bros of Simi Valley so funny it's only on facebook watch season one is on uh it's actually on youtube but season two and season three are on facebook watch and they're not full 30 minute episodes they're not full 30 minute episodes but like i love a good parody like that like american vandal like i loved that show so much because it was like such a parody of american scandal Dude, it is really, really funny. I know a lot of you out there have seen that clip of that guy trying to fight the baby. That is what that is from. Yeah. Is uh, is the real bros of Simi Valley? It's such. It's so well done, and I'm such a big Jimmy Tatro fan as is. So I still love shit frack. I say one of the. I think one of his first videos that came out in like 13, 2012. It was hilarious uh what's your little brother wearing uh pledge attire (laughs) (laughs) yeah dude i mean i i just think i just find him to be such a funny guy so i i really enjoy uh enjoyed that the real bros of simi valley and stephanie showed me the clip of the baby thing last night and I may be into like the mid season two ish. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know what I'm doing tonight. Yeah, watch it, bro. It's super funny. All right, let's move into what's snapping your stick. Ba 
Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. All right, we're running a little bit over, so I've just got one this week. Me too. Grown men needing someone to hold them back from running on the field, and I'm talking about grown men as in NFL coaches who they literally have to have someone they, they have to have their boss pay someone to make sure that they don't run on the field after the ref on a bad call. You're a grown man. Just don't run on the field when you're not supposed to like have some like, listen, I get it. It's hype. It, you're out there. Have some self-control, man. You heard it here first. Bobby is against the economy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a job creator right there, Bobby. Okay. That's a job creation. No, I hear you. I, I mean, how much is the get back coach getting paid? It's, but to be fair, it's sports, dude. Like, you know, like it, it has this, se- se- uh, this seemingly, this seeming feeling of not really actually but the mattering. Crazy thing is we've had for decades, coaches who almost run on the field and, you know, they usually do it once or twice. I mean, they haven't actually had to hire somebody, which tells me, how how unhinged are you that your boss was like, well, we got to hire someone to hold this guy back. He's a job creator, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a that's a that's a good one. It doesn't snap my stick. But yeah, I mean, I can hear I can see why it does snap people's stick. It's just more like the guy who goes home is like, honey, I got a job. No, I wanted to be a coach in the NFL. I'm, I'm called coach. They call me coach. So what are you coaching? So I get to occasionally touch the head coach's belly button when I call him back. <laughs> I rub it. Obviously, yeah. I rub it. That's how I, I practice. Got a. I don't work for Audis. That's his. <laughs> that's his one yeah. no go. You got an Audi? I'm out. <laughs> but money talks. So mine, Vandal going into a quote unquote scheduled maintenance that was, that was not scheduled. Right before all of the games on the last weekend of regular season yeah, football, I'm really happy. I got like because I did the bets the night before, and I was thinking about doing. It I today. did a bunch too. Like, and I'm happy now. So we, I did get fifty bucks put in my account, which was nice. You did, yeah. I didn't. They depend on how much money you bet, uh, and how uh, they, but they, I got a free fifty bucks into my account. That not, is not garbage. Even, not even site credit, just a straight up 50, plus fifty dollars. They didn't give me that fifty dollars. Yeah. I mean, because so. I would have been pissed. Because here's the thing: I the bets I, I won about two hundred and fifty bucks on that Sunday. So I would have been really upset if the bets that were in my bet slip but not processed, I didn't get to put them in, and I didn't. But so I'm happy. So really, it was a plus three hundred because that free fifty bucks they gave me. Yeah, on, I didn't on the get next uh, the free fifty. So I, on Reddit, a lot to... of people are saying that people got different amounts. It depended on how much you bet. Um, it was like a portion of what you won or something like that, or what you would have. That's stupid. Yeah, it was because weird. I, I'm usually a live better. Yeah, in game. It, so. People are saying it was all weird. Somebody said he got six dollars and like fifty cents. One of the guys said he he got a hundred bucks. Is there like an itemized? Yeah, option? if you go to your transaction history, I didn't notice it until I got on Reddit, saw it, and I went to my transaction history and saw it was a unknown fifty dollars that went into my account, and it just yeah. said like p like uh. Uh, FD or something like that was the reason why it went in but alright guys we'll see you guys next week and stay around for the fantasy show peace thanks for listening to the Pox Out Podcast to see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pox Out Pod 